are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your first listen every day. And remember, our podcast is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, it is where the game starts. All right, Ulysses, uh, the Rays went out and added a right-handed bat. They keep doing that. Maybe not the ones we expected or wanted, but a right-handed bat, I guess, is a right-handed bat as the Rays have acquired one Harold Ramirez. I can't tell you how excited I am about this. I really You're am. You're doing cartwheels when you heard about this trade. No, I, do, I don't mean that in any way, shape, or form, sarcastically or facetiously. I love the fact that they went out and got Harold Ramirez, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, first of all, he hits the ball very, very hard. That's all, That always should translate to good results. Okay. Yes. He was uh, in the 85th percentile in exit velocity, 94th percent percentile in max exit velo, hard hit percentage, 81st percentile. I also like the fact that he apparently has some good speed, sprint speed, 88th percentile. That's actually elite. That's not just good. That's yes. top of the line. Right. And, and, and one more thing, it's the K rate. 85th percentile so yeah. he doesn't he doesn't strike out he might not take his walks that's true he's very bad at taking walks but he won't strike out so that means that he probably is a good contact hitter and yeah. uh, if you have a contact hitter who can also maybe have some speed on him well that puts pressure on the defense it might not be the power bat that we all thought that we were getting but I think Harold Ramirez is going to bring really good things for this for this race lineup. And I know it's a it's not a apples to apples comparison, but when you look at Harold Ramirez metrics, do you get a little Avi Garcia vibes of man, he's got strength and he's got speed. He's got that rare combination, a uh, little bit shorter than Avi Garcia, but a guy that I mean, Harold Ramirez is a bulky. 510, 230, and it's like, wow, 88th percentile sprint speed. Like you would think, okay, yeah, sure, he hits the ball hard, but the fact that he combines that with that speed, that's pretty impressive stuff. Here's kind of my take on Harold Ramirez. I just, I think the tools are absolutely there. It's just being able to find a way to tap into those tools more consistently yeah. and more effectively. And maybe that's something that the Rays can do. I know a question mark regarding Ramirez is, yeah, you look at the max exit velocity, the hard hit percentage, the average exit velocity, uh, but it hasn't always translated into home runs. So maybe he's hitting the ball on the ground too much. And maybe that's something that they can work with. Uh, they, they see a little something, something here and there that they can adjust with him going forward. I don't think he's ever going to be a guy that uh, walks a lot and he's always going to be a guy that swings at just about everything. But if he's confident and has the ability to make contact, I kind of get it to some extent where it's like, Hey, I feel like I can hit that ball. So I'm going to swing at that ball. You know, I, I think when you made that comp to Avi, it's good. The big guy who can still 
yeah. move really fast. That's a good comp. But let's go to another comp that Rays fans already know very, very well. Yandy Diaz yes. hits the ball hard. It looks bulky like he should be putting 50 home runs in the seats, and he doesn't. He hits the ball on the ground. The launch angle problem might be also a Harold Ramirez problem. Right. So he's a big guy who can move it like Avi, and he's a, but he hits the ball hard like Yandy, but doesn't really get that launch angle. So I, I think there are things to like about Harold yeah. Ramirez, and I understand um, that. Uh, it's not Freddie Freeman. Yeah. It's not Freddie Freeman. And again, I saw the numbers that the Rays offered to Freddie Freeman, and they were impressive. $140, $150 million. For it was like, years, wow, yeah. they're, they're but, playing legit. But again, at the end of the day, Freddie Freeman was not going to come to Tampa because he doesn't want to play in front of uh, 5,000 fans on a Tuesday. And and that's understandable too, man. Like he comes from a place where he was lauded as a damn god. Yeah. I mean, just you, a baseball god. You like continue to build your Hall of Fame resume and cachet playing in Los Angeles for the Dodgers. And you have at the end of the day a better shot of winning another ring or two playing in a Dodgers uniform. Than in a raise, you know. Yeah, I mean, you, you add it all up. You can be a raise homer as 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 much as you can, but who ultimately will have the most opportunities to go out yeah. and get into the playoffs? It's the Dodgers. It's the, the Dodgers. So exposure. Yeah, there's just so much. Not to say that Freddie Freeman. Oh, all I want to do is win rings and go to the Hall of Fame. But that's kind of a big part of it. Well, when you've made your bag, when you have the money already secured, that's the that's the last step on the Madden Joe Madden level of success yeah. in the big leagues the last one is i want to win and he just won and he just has money so like there's just left yeah. to just pad your stats and go to the playoffs but going back to harold ramirez i know he's not freddie freeman but i i want people to understand that that's not most signings that's not most traits. And yeah. pe- people live in this Twitter sphere of like announce Korea to the Yankees like all the time. And it's I know it's part jest, but also most like we saw in the CBA, most work is done by grunt men. Yeah. By 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 just normal, regular rank baseball and file. players. Rank yes. and file. Rank and file. That's most of MLB, and that is okay. And so I think Carol Ramirez is going to bring something really, really special yeah. for the Rays. Now, I will give you a, a little bit of an extra of why I like Carol okay. Ramirez. He is from Colombia. Colombia is not known for their baseball prowess. Mm-hmm. Okay? That means that those that get to the major leagues are few and far between. That means that if there's five to ten Colombians in MLB, that is a lot for that country. Right. And they feel like their whole country is supporting them because they know who they are. That is a lot of weight and pressure, and they always want to succeed. Now, I'm not saying that this is just going to become Harold Ramirez. It's just going to be the best ever that he can be, but I think that that pressure is going to fuel – the, these players that come from a, a, a country that doesn't really have that much uh, baseball tradition. Yeah. And in fact, Harold Ramirez was part of the Colombian team, the first Colombian team ever to win the Caribbean World Series in 2022. And when they were lauded, that team was lauded by their president, Ivan Duque, in, in February. Who was the spokesperson for the Colombian team? Harold Ramirez. Okay. 
And he asked for better infrastructure. He asked for uh, uh, better education for the Colombian players in order to grow this system of players. By the way, who is also from Colombia for the race? Luis Patino. Yeah. So I think, honestly, this all just, all these things add up that Harold Ramirez is, I think, somebody that you really are going to see blossom in the Rays uniform. He hasn't really had a lot of of opportunity at the major league level. But when he has, he has a flair for the yeah. dramatic two walk-offs. I think two or three walk-offs already. He had a walk-off in the Caribbean world series as well. I like this guy. Yeah. No, I think it's a, it's a sign that is very raise-esque. And I think they're going with the approach because they lost out on Freddie Freeman, at least for now is Luke Rayleigh plus Ryan Healy plus, Harold Ramirez, you combine their production, even it out, and it's going to, you look at those numbers, you put them all together, and it's going to look better than Tommy Pham. Sort of like the yeah. what they did last year, I guess, or in previous years, where you add up the numbers of Joey Wendell and Yandy Diaz and whoever else spot starts at third base, and those numbers equal out to what Josh Donaldson is doing. Exactly. That's how they go about it. Exactly. For a lot cheaper of a price as well. The question is, though, with uh, Harold Ramirez, I assume he would be mostly DH. I guess he could play in the corners a little bit. But there are now nine outfielders on the Rays' 40-man roster. Randy, Vidal, KK, Josh Lowe, Manny Margot, Austin Meadows, Brett Phillips, Luke Rayleigh, and Harold Ramirez. Um, I'll also say this about Ramirez. If you look at some of his batted ball data, uh, I think that plays well into when he goes on the road at Camden Yards in Yankee Stadium. That kind of plays to his strengths a little bit. And uh, if you watch some highlights of him, he swings out of his shoes. He swings very hard. He's got that inverted toe tap and keeps uh, two hands on the bat on the follow-through. So any a guy that swings that hard and still makes as much contact as he does is pretty darn impressive. And I'll t- tell you some adjustments he made if you tell me where I can build, Kevin. Uh, that would be Ben Online. It is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info from all the latest odds, contests, and player props. You name it, Bet Online remains the best spot for all your sports developments, including podcasts and reviews for all the leagues this season. So head over to their website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, it is where the game starts. So during the offseason, Uh, he wanted to work on his stance a little bit. So in order to get a little bit more contact, a little bit more follow through, he lowered his hands Mm -hmm. a bit more and then widened his stance to get a little bit more stability. So I'm, I, I know that that might feel like, Oh, well, that's just a, a little thing, but sometimes it's the little things we've talked to so many minor leaguers on the show already that it's just the little adjustments that make you feel so much more comfortable that, yield the, the yeah. best results something as simple as lowering your hands maybe being a little bit more prepared to to to, to for, for, for the for the high velocity and getting a little bit more stable ground uh, on your feet might yield better results for yeah. harold so uh he did that during the off season I, i'm I, I again i'm looking at this as an individual and 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 what that mentality is like, knowing that you are one of five, one of ten representatives of your country. Right. That I cannot get enough of that. And I think that really does fuel yeah. um, players like like Harold. And I think that benefits Luis Patino and vice versa, just having two yes. countrymen 
together and being in the clubhouse and being able to hang around each other, I think that that counts for a lot there. And he doesn't have options too, yeah, Kevin. So he he has he ha- most likely has to stay up or 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 it's you know right. goodbye, which is fine. Again, the, the Rays gave up Esteban Kuros to acquire. Harold Ramirez and Puros wasn't finding a spot on the Rays roster anytime no. soon ever. He was look, he was finding it in spring training. <laughs> but yeah. That's about it. Okay. That's yeah. I'll yeah. Uh, he's getting opportunities in spring training. That's exactly. about it. He's a 30 year old middle infielder that isn't quite athletic enough to play middle infield at the big league level. So how many middle infielders do the race have already? That's a th- well, how many outfielders do they have too? But <laughs> I think it was one of those, Hey, we need a, a guy that has proven it in limited action at the big league level from mm-hmm. the right side. And that's mm-hmm. what they did as opposed to, uh, you know, keeping around Esteban Quiro. So I hope nobody's bigger. Oh, how did we lose? Oh my gosh. We traded Kuros. What are we going to do? <laughs> I don't, I don't usually think, we get that. I, we do. We do. Uh, again, prospect hugging is, 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 a, is a problem with race fandom and across baseball. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was some of that with uh, the Rays trading for Luke Rayleigh. Who did they give up? Oh, Tanner Dodson. Okay. I don't want to say I was totally upset by that, but I was a little bit surprised because I thought Dodson was an intriguing guy as a possibility two-way player and okay. switch hitter. Like He had a lot going for him, so the Rays must really like uh, – Luke Rayleigh. He did. He did make an impressive catch on Friday's game, uh, going back and and kind of making a leaping jump in right field. That was nice to see. Apparently, they really like his glove, um, which again, it wasn't like the most athletic leap, uh, but he made the catch. He's a big guy. He made the catch. You know. You know. uh, You know. You can make him pretty or ugly as long as the ball's in your glove. You you got any more uh, spring training tidbits? You've watched a lot more spring training than I have. I'm working at 1 p.m. You know, it's it's okay. Sometimes you just gotta you know put your phone on 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 mute and that's it. Uh, Speaking of gloves, there's a guy with a pretty good glove in the Rays organization who uh, maybe dinged up again. That's not a surprise. But before we get into that, Ulysses, uh, I think we got to tell our listeners about something called. Built Bar. Oh my! If they don't know about Built Bar right by now, they they they're they're missing out. It's something so delicious, and I'll tell you why it's delicious. It's because it's covered in 100% real chocolate. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, and they're also healthy for you too. Most Built Bars contain between 130 calories and 180 calories. When you compare that to candy bars which are 200 to 300 calories, you know what the right option is. So in order to get Built Bars and the right option, you go to Built.com and you're going to want to use promo code LOCKED15. That will get you 15% off on all your orders. So today, do not delay. Go to Built.com and then use promo code LOCKED15 and you get 15% off at Built.com. Death. Taxes and Kevin Kiermaier getting hurt in spring training. <sighs> yeah. There was something last year, and there's something this year. Well, actually, multiple things this year with Kevin Kiermaier yes. from his neck to his upper back to his groin. Like, come on, what's going on, KK? Well, you know, age starts to get at you. He's 30, 31, right? Um, yes. He, I mean, he is one of the most Charlie Hustle type players that there is. So I understand the 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 little pains and all that, but hey, he did say he is not worried about this growing tightness at all. He is not worried, and yeah. he is in fact so confident that he'll be ready for opening day because he should be playing back on Tuesday. Mm. We'll see. 
He might play for an inning and then get pulled out after that. Did That's he okay. start the season on time last year? I do not believe he did. I okay. think it was a hip thing last year, right? Yeah, quad as well. Oh, quad, yeah. Right. I think he was running to first base and something happened. But, man, this is just uh, – look, Kevin Kiermeyer is – He's Ken Griffey Jr. in the sense of you can bank on him missing 40, 50 ballgames. Wow. That is the first time in the history of the world. They're both center fielders, and they both get hurt a lot, and they're both lefties. Where Kevin Kiermaier has been uttered to be the same as Ken Griffey Jr. But not in a good way. Well, yeah, I I mean, yeah, one is Ken Griffey Jr. Right. True. But (laughs) – uh, so we put it out on Twitter that uh, Kevin Kiermaier, of course, has an injury history as well as the possibility of being traded. So the question is, how many games will KK play wearing a Rays jersey in 2022? Will it be under 60? Will it be between 60 and 80? Will it be between 81 to 100? Will it be over 100? Well, um, just so you guys know, in 2021, he did play 122 Games. Which kind of surprised me. Yeah, it was a lot. And again, the offensive production was there last year for KK. So what would you... For, for KK... Well, okay. It, the offensive production was there for KK... It was his best year offensively since 2017. Yes, but he wasn't uh, Jordan Alvarez. Or no, 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 we're not saying that. And he's never going to yeah. be people. He had he's how many home runs last year? Four or five? I mean, but you know what? Thank you. I love L O V. In capital locks letters, the fact that he only has four or five yes, home runs. Why? That's not his game. That's not his game. That's not his game. Put the ball on the ground. You've got the wheels. Speed up, demon. Go get it, Kevin Kiermeyer. Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> so, Kevin, what would you vote on this poll? Uh, yeah, this is a this is a tough question because I still believe he's going to get traded at some point this season. Is it going to be the Phillies? I don't know. Is it going to be the Tigers? I don't know. Uh, but. I wonder with this "quote unquote" setback and it's not a setback. It is a setback. It is a setback. It might be a very, very small setback, but I think this does. If the Rays are calling up teams and there's teams looking at Kevin Kiermaier, they want to make sure that he's completely and fully healthy. Sure. So So that means they're they're not making they're they're not making a, a trade right now if he's still dealing with the groin and the neck and the back. So then that means that he starts the season as a Ray. Correct. Most likely. But I still see him. I look at, as we alluded to earlier in this episode, there are nine outfielders on the Rays 40-man roster. At some point, you've got to give an opportunity to Vidal Brujan. At some point, you've got to give an opportunity to, to Josh Lowe. You could also trade Austin Meadows. You could do a lot of things there. But I would lean towards... Between 68 to 80, the majority of the voting populace that put it out there, 34.4%. That's what I'm banking on as of right now. The combination of possibly being traded and, of course, the combination of getting nicked up or getting that, hey, there's a lot of guys that can fill in. You can fill in Brett Phillips for a day. You can fill in Manny Margot for a day, giving KK the rest as well. So that's what I'm leaning on right now. 60 to 80. I, I, I put it to 81 to 100. Okay. Um, and is that because he gets hurt or he gets traded or it could be both? Well, I think unfortunately for the Rays wallet, uh, there is going to be an injury on him and that'll prevent him from yeah. actually being traded. So 
if you say under 60, okay, then he's gone after two months. Right. 60 to 80 by the trade deadline. I'm saying 81 to 100 because I think he's going to get injured at a time where he's going to be on the DL or the IL, rather, and not being able to be traded. Yeah. So I think that's what's going to happen. And he's going to pay for this whole year. That's what I think. With some time on the shelf. Okay. Yeah. We go back 2014. He played 108 games, 2015, 151. That was, I, I think we look back at 2015 <sighs> and say, man, if we get 150 <laughs> games on a KK year in and year out, that would be unbelievable. And then what happened, Kevin? Uh, 2016, 105, 17, 98, 19, 129. Of course, 2020, you can't do anything about the 60 game season, 49 out of 60 games. And then uh, 2021, 122. So you look again, Take those games played yeah. and go to King Griffey's <laughs> oh my God. B-Ref page and look at what he did with Cincinnati. <laughs> and when he get to Cincinnati at uh, yeah. 31 years old, thereabouts, Kevin Kiermaier is no longer spring tri- chicken. So I mean, Kevin, I mean, Ken Griffey Jr., if he doesn't have that uh, injury. He's the greatest player of all time. He's the greatest player of all. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yeah. he is. But I, I'm just talking about in terms of, yeah, man, no. we would have loved for – Griffey and KK to be able to give us 145 plus games year in and year out, but, but that's you're not. never going to happen yeah. with Kevin Kiermeyer. Uh, we did get some comments here. Uh, Arginus Rashad believes that KK will play more than 122. And then Caleb says, I think it's worth mentioning that despite the injury history, he has still greatly outperformed the value of his contract. I feel like fans don't give him enough credit. That is true. If we're looking at war and we're looking at the defensive metrics when he plays, Good job, Caleb, yeah, he, he is, we can joke about how he's the highest paid player on the team and we only want to look at offense, but he is a generational talent uh, as a defensive player and gives you, you know, roughly league average offense, which is fine. I, again, how much is uh, one win above replacement on average? It's eight worth mil, right? Eight mil. Yeah. So he was what last year, a three war player. Yeah, he was. So, you know, on the open market in a, in a perfect world, he'd, He'd be deserving of a $20-plus million salary, $25 million salary. And you know what I like about Kevin Kiermaier the most, even though, I mean, the glove is pretty impressive, the fact that he has really acclimated himself to the Tampa Bay he region. Love, he does not. He is one of those guys that wants to be a Ray for life. Yes, and and I under, he loves the line, and he goes to games. He, he – uh, He's he, out there in the community. He, he's supportive uh, of University of Tampa, the yes. other sports organizations. Yeah, he's a – Man, he is kind of a, a heartthrob in a way for Tampa Bay. Yeah, no, I, I, I really like the way that he has, and, and, and not from originally from here. He, he's, he's an Indiana boy like you. He is, yes. And, and Fort Wayne, right? Fort Wayne, correct. And, Northern Indiana. Yeah, I, I, just, I just love that because that's something that yeah. being a state where there are a lot of people that were not from Florida originally, it, it, it's a problem as a race fan to – see the northerners come here and then they just yeah. keep their old, old ways the same and they don't really change their allegiance of sports teams for example they're mm-hmm. still a yankee fan or a red sox fan and and kk has acclimated himself to to the tampa bay region and and just taken it i, I don't know if there is a hockey team or anything in, in indiana hockey no, uh, right. I mean, there's, I think, a minor league team and maybe a college program here and there, but not a professional or not a an NHL, NHL okay. team, I should say. Is there is there like a a franchise that's nearby that Indiana's just like oh, okay, we're we're this one? 
I guess the closest thing, I mean, depending on where you're at in Indiana, if you're Southern Indiana, it might be Nashville. If you're Northern okay. Indiana, it might be the Chicago Blackhawks, I guess. So, okay. That yeah. mean that would, that would give you a very good franchise to, to root right. for. And yeah. he, he chose not to. I, I love that. I love yeah. that about KK. Uh, quick over unders on KK, uh, besides games played, just want to get your initial reaction to this, uh, 249 batting average this upcoming season over under again. I really think he is maturing as a hitter. He showed that last year after the, the trade deadline. I think he's just letting go yeah. of who he wants to be. You're not, don't try to get 18 home runs a year. We don't no, need that. We don't need that. Yeah. So you, the over under is 244, 249, 249. Oh, damn. Um, I will say over. He gets to the 250 mark? Yes. Wow. Yes, he's going to use his – Kevin Kiermaier, listen to me. You're using your legs, buddy. They are magical, KK. Yeah. Use them. Even though he may lose a step in his age. He, but that's the thing. He was so elite with the speed. Yeah. Even if he loses a step, he's still above average. Yeah. Here's the thing that I also think maybe sets KK back a little bit is because he gets – hurt as frequently as he does not getting those reps at the plate like it takes an adjustment to get back and settle into oh i'm facing major league pitching again Mm -hmm. i think that's something that has to be considered again it 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 all connects but if he was a guy that legitimately stayed healthy year in and year out uh you know and played 150 games he'd probably be more comfortable at the plate do you agree with me that he'll hit over 249 no i think he's gonna get under okay i think he'll probably be around 242 or over under nine stolen bases nine stolen bases Oh man, you're picking really good digits. Why didn't you say seven? I would have said, yeah, nine. Under. Okay. Uh, over under five home runs. For the love of all that is holy, please let it be under. You're we're the we're actually saying this. We want a guy to hit fewer home runs. Yes. Yeah. He's not a home run. And the thing is, if more bunts, less homers. Well, this is the thing with Keke. If he wants to hit homers then he loses all the bad path completely pitch recognition he gets antsy at the plate those sliders down and away i mean he is just fishing for them yeah so you know what i'll push for that one let's get five home runs okay um no i need an over under <laughs> okay four under <laughs> uh over under 690 ops higher that's gonna be a lot of doubles and triples though okay fair enough um what injury puts him on the shelf the longest? Will it be a thumb, a foot, a calf, a wrist, a neck, a quad, a knee, an eye, or something else? Well, it can't be the, the five o'clock eternal shadow because I don't know how he does that. Yeah. I got to learn from KK. He just has an eternal five o'clock one. I don't know how he does that. Can't be that. Um, going to go with, well, it can't, it can't be wrist because that would be a long time to heal. I'm going to go with a hamstring. Okay. So quad hamstring, yeah. lower, lower extremity. Yeah. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. All right. Uh, look, we love you, KK. We just wish you would stay healthy. I think he would too. I think every race fan would, if he gave you the production of last year with just more games played, yeah. I think KK would be not as um, criminalized, as, yeah. uh, as marginalized as he usually is by the fandom. Uh, here, I got a real brief question. Okay. Say between 2014 and 2021, mm-hmm. I guess 2020 excluded, if he played as many games as he played in 2015, 151 <sighs> on average, 2014, 151, and go all, 
the last yeah. eight, nine years, uh-huh. would he be on his way? How close would he be to being a Hall of Famer? I mean, I think he would have a better chance. Yeah. I think he would still be looked at as like a Hall of Very Good. Yeah. Because of the, the, the stick maybe not being all the way there when you compare it to all the other center fielders that have gone into the Hall of Fame. That's, that's also an yeah. issue. You got to compare them to the guys that are already in there. Um, not just his active, uh, you know, players, but I mean, Jim Edmond didn't get in the hall of fame. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Kenny Tor- Lofton didn't get in. the Tory Hunter is not going to get into the hall of fame. Hey, Kenny Lofton didn't even get 5% of the vote. Nor no. did Edmonds. I don't think. And exactly. So, I mean, Holy cow. I, it, it, that's in, incredible. So no, he would be better suited, but I don't think so. You know what I would say though, yeah. is if he had been that durable, uh, he wouldn't have been a Ray for a long time. He would have been traded for a bunch of prospects, a la Chris Archer, yeah. and with that nice, shiny little contract attached to his name, yeah, you would have seen KK gone three years ago. Possible. All right, uh, thank you for making the Locked on Rays podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked on Bets podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you tomorrow.